Charlie Chalk, Charlie Chalk. Got a funny way of walking and a wacky way of chalking. Charlie Chalk, Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. Chris Bolton with me as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And it's spooky season again, listeners. I can't believe we're here again. It's like, come around quick, man. It has. You know, some people look forward to Christmas. I mean, I look forward to Christmas as well, don't get me wrong, but kind of work my year around Halloween and here we are again. So that spun me out a little bit. Um, yeah. But as you know, we like a theme on the network here, particularly around Halloween. Um, and this year we've gone with probably our most terrifying I think uh, we've done vampires, we've done witches, we've done classic monsters, we've done ghosts, but none of them can hold a candle to the sheer blood-curdling horror of Charlie fucking Chalk. Um, <laughs> we are looking at clowns this October, <laughs> listeners. Um, I would mean actual clowns, not fucking idiots like Boris Johnson. Uh, yeah, actual clowns. I mean, like, maybe maybe Charlie Chalk's not the scariest of clowns, to be honest, but... I don't know. He's a fucking clown tree. He's an idiot. Well, I, I mean, he he is a clown, yeah, but you know, he's not exactly a terrifying clown, is he? But to be honest, we couldn't think of anything better for SMPD. <laughs> like we kind of yeah, built the, the, the other, other shows, shows around the network, this. We've, uh, yeah, the other shows are kind of better for uh, for this one. Yeah, I mean, if you can think of something that would be better suited to uh, to just clowns uh, that we could have done then do let us know by all means yeah. but charlie chalk was kind of the best we could come up with so you're stuck yeah. with it now or rather we're stuck with it now oh um, well, yeah there's that i wish we fucking weren't not gonna bury the lead um <laughs> yeah i mean so i my first revisit to this was we did um charlie chalk was the jogger on who wins which i thought was earlier this year but it was actually may last year what so it's, about a, it's about a year and a half ago really yeah it was it was it was something like the 21st of may um it was fucking yeah it was Jesus. that threw me for a loop um so i'd gone back to it for that because i, I i've said many times that like, we were itv kids so we didn't really watch much on bbc and charlie chalk was on bbc so i'd seen it occasionally like i'd seen a few episodes i'd seen bits of, so i was kind of aware of it so i went back to it and I remembered the theme because everyone remembers the theme. The theme's fucking awesome. Yes. Um, and I remembered like the animation style on the theme, which I thought was fucking brilliant. And then I was really disappointed when we got into the show and it was stop motion. And I'd sort of repressed that. So when I went back to it again this week, I had the same reaction again. Okay. Which was really fucking disappointing. Um, that that's interesting because I mean one of the things I really like about it is that it's stop motion. Um, I love stop motion, so I, you know I I knew it was going to be that. Um, I did remember the theme. Yeah, I think everybody remembers the theme. Incidentally, though, that theme doesn't really fit, does it? No, it doesn't at all. It, it's nothing like the show. It doesn't it doesn't add anything to it other than it's a really good theme. Yeah. Um. So I don't quite understand the point of the theme. Um. But yeah, it it, it doesn't fit. Um. And and that in in a nutshell, before we get into it too heavily, that is my big problem with this show. I think is. Nothing seems to fit, does it? Yeah, um, it, right, yeah. It's a giant fucking mess. Um, n- now, I yeah. I think I remember Charlie Chalk as a franchise more than I remember Charlie Chalk, the actual cartoon. I remember it being stop motion. I remember those characters. Um, but for a certain generation in the UK, Charlie Chalk was the mascot of a family pub chain. Like if yeah. you went, no, to- we talked about this last time because I, I wasn't aware of that until uh, until we talked about it last time because we like we always went to Beefeater because it was around the corner. That was Mister Men. Um, yeah. So, so Charlie Chalk was was Brewers Fair. It was Charlie Chalk's Fun Factory, right? That's mm. that's what you had in Brewers Fair. 
So, like, whenever we went out for a meal, we didn't go to Brewer's Fair. We went to Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, yeah. Um, now, of course, I knew what the show was as well, but that forever is my memory of Charlie Chalks, right? And they're still, yeah. to me, Charlie Chalks. Like, they haven't been for a very long time. You know, they, they lost the franchise and they became Brewsters for a little while and then they just went full yeah. circle and went back to being Brewer's Fair. They've always been shit. Uh, however, they just changed They're cheap names. and cheerful, aren't they? Well, I mean, they're cheap. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, even I know think, if they're I that think, cheap anymore, to be honest. I don't. I, I don't think I've been to one. Since, but we used to go to one when we were editing, fucking fifteen odd years ago, didn't we? There was one by your flat. Was there? Yeah, we used to, the one over in um, fucking Penarth Marina. We used to go over there, didn't we? Oh no, that's a hungry horse. Oh, is it? That's thought, a sorry, whole a different level. They, they're like they're the elite tier of family pubs. <laughs> like, they're way, uh, apo- way apologies. better than a brewer's beer. Um, uh, sorry, I, th- I, th- I thought it was Bruce Fair. I do apologize. I mean, they're all shit, but the difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. The difference between a hungry horse and a Brewer's Fair is is night and day. It's massive. Um, I unfortunately ate in a lot of Brewer's Fairs uh, because you know my my job uh, previously to the job I'm in now took me all around the UK, uh, and sometimes you just find yourself at the side of an A road with nowhere yeah. to go in the middle of the night. Yeah, and all yeah, you've got travel lodge or something like yeah, that. Yeah, all you've got is the fucking brewer's fee. And let me tell yeah. you, they are grim. Okay, yeah. everything is fucking microwaved unless you have a steak, yeah. which is going to cost you about fucking thirty quid and will be about you know the size of a fucking pea and as tough as horse leather. But anyway, this yeah. isn't me ranting about brewer's fee. This just <laughs> that's a me... different show entirely. That, that's a different show entirely. But yeah, that's what Charlie Chalk is to me, right? Charlie Chalk right. is Charlie Chalk's fun factory and brewer's fair and then all of the other things that came with it as well you know i remember there being like charlie chalk lucky dip bags and charlie chalk fucking coloring books and incidentally you'll know this you have children um Mm. are lucky dip bags still a thing because i was thinking about them the other day and i don't know why i was thinking about them but i was like i haven't seen one of those for years i've not seen one for a long time what a travesty like bring them back people all of a sudden everything else is fucking expensive so they'd just be a rip-off as well i mean they They probably were at the time well i mean they used to be about a quid didn't they but you had like all sorts of random shit in it it this was like a a paper bag they later became foil bags they were never as good when they were foil paper was Mm. always the best way to do it because some of them even were those rice paper bags that you could eat as well yeah Um, and they had like a a lollipop and some chewy sweets and like a shitty plastic toy like you'd get in a Christmas Yeah, like a cracker. little cow or something. Yeah, and sometimes a coloring book or something and some crayons. So like, yeah. I don't know what made me think of them the other day, but I was like, I need to ask Mark about that because he might know. Um, I've not seen one for a long time. They may still do them, but I've not seen them for a fucking I long bet time. You if they some, did, they'd probably be about a tenner. Yeah, I bet you some absolute fucking cockwomble choked on one of those toys or something. <laughs> and so they just took them away. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't. I, I bet you that's what happened. Absolutely. Um, um, either either though, they probably went, you know what, it's too expensive because the stuff we're putting in it, for the amount we have to sell them for to make them appealing, we're not making any money back on it. Well, I mean, yeah, the whole point was they had to be cheap and cheerful, wasn't it? But yeah. So, so yeah, that was, that was Charlie Chalk to me. So going back into this, like, I, and last time we did it as well, like, I kind of, I knew the characters. Like, obviously, you remember Arnold and, and you remember Charlie Chalk and you remember Lewis T. Duck and all those because you'd yeah. see those in the associated merchandise. Yeah, but it had been a long time since I watched the show, so I honestly didn't know what to expect. I thought I was really going to enjoy it, and that is purely because I really like <laughs> this old kind of British style of stop motion animation. I mean, this is from the same same studio that brought us Postman Pat and Bertha and all of those. So, and you know, now I'm worried about maybe going back and rewatching some of those as well. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I definitely one thing that has come out of this is I definitely want to go back and watch Postman Pat. Oh fuck me. 
no thanks. But I really oh, do want to go back and watch, but just because I don't know if these problems are inherent with the production team and the studio, or whether Charlie Chalk is just a fucking mess. I don't remember Postman Pat being this much of a mess, but then I would have been like five, so I yeah. wouldn't know. I was a little bit older by the time Charlie Chalk had hit, and I remember not yeah, because Charlie liking... Chalk came around about eighty eight, wasn't it? Yeah, nine ish. And I think like I was always aware of the cartoon, and I would watch it when it was on, but I don't think I ever really liked it in the same way that I liked, say, Postman Pat or Bertha, mm. which was always on at lunchtime, and I absolutely yeah. loved. Um, so yeah, I, I came at this from a place of relative positivity and i think that's always the first mistake on this show isn't it <laughs> when we're yeah. actually thinking if, if you, you know, set the bar low it's very difficult to be disappointed yeah and, and you think you think after doing this for what seven years we'd, we'd kind of worked that one out by now yeah i've been burned so many times by this <laughs> shit and i just never learn my fucking lesson do i um, no so but it is difficult because i mean the whole point of this show is that he's looking back at stuff that one or other or both of us enjoyed as children um, so the, we're always going to be coming at it from that, so trying to put that positive spin on. I think it's very difficult, and I think sometimes it's the, when we get these shows that they're not quite what we remember, or they're just products of their time, and we go, actually, that's bollocks. But we were kids; we didn't know any better. I think they're the ones that disappoint us. Whereas, I think if you come into it with very little expectation, I mean, there have been ones where which I've put on the list that you haven't been so familiar with, and vice versa. It's easy then to come at that because you don't have that baggage that goes with it. And I think this is this is sometimes where we end up getting disappointed because we have that baggage and we've been carrying this around for fucking thirty five years. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, as I say, I don't, I didn't have masses of baggage with it. I remember the cartoon and and I just remembered that it was a thing. You know, I don't remember any strong feeling to it. Yeah, I just remember it being a thing. So I was going into it thinking, yeah, okay, let's let's have a look at this within fucking hell five minutes. I think of watching the the pilot episode, I was just like, oh no, this. <laughs> This was a mistake, yeah. wasn't it? And I've now watched about five of them, which is approximately half the show. Because there's yes. only 13 episodes, okay? Yeah. Um, which surprised me as well. I thought there were way more. I don't know why yeah, that I surprised me, because that was a thing with these shows, you know? These, we... Yeah, these BBC shows, they did only tend to have about a dozen of them. Yeah, see also Bagpuss and all of those, you know, they were short runs. So I don't know why that surprised me. I think it just felt like this, this was around for a long time when we were kids. Like, I, I remember the, I mean, obviously time is slightly different when you're a kid as well, but I, I certainly yeah. remember like the Charlie Chalk Fun Factory's probably been around for like four or five years, at least. Like I say, they became a thing in mm. my family and are still a thing. It's always Charlie Chalks, um, you know, and all of that merchandise and stuff as well. And then I do remember it moving from BBC and showing up on DJ Cat as well. I remember it being on the children's channel briefly. So it was one mm. of these that just kind of seemed to be always there. So I thought there were more episodes. Um, so I don't yeah. feel so bad that I only managed to get through five because I'll be honest, listeners, you know, I, I try and commit to this to you, for you as best I can. And yeah. I fucking struggled with this. So I felt bad only watching five. And then when I found out there were only 13 total, I was like, oh, that's not bad to be that's fair. A, that's, given, a, that's a fair old hit. I've that given point. this a fair crack. Um, okay, let, let's dive into it. Then. It, it, is, it is very strange because there are things I really, really like. The, the, the animation to start with i mean we'll start there because i've already said i like stop motion um i'm totally charmed by the animation i think it's i think it's absolutely lovely i think it's very well done i think there's a lot of character come through in the animations particularly when you look at people like lewis t duck as well and he's constantly kind of flapping his arms around and he waddles mm, yeah and, that's fair you know charlie does his cartwheels and stuff like that i think there's a lot of character in the animation the problem is that's about the only place there is character yeah um, because can I, can I clarify as well when i said i was disappointed that it was stop motion it wasn't because i have anything against stop motion it's just because i, I like the style of the, the the animation style on the credits 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I, yeah. And I think that's, that's the thing. And it hit, it hit me last time. And I, I, I remembered saying it. Once when I went back to it this week, I remembered saying it last time, and I've listened back to the podcast that we did eighteen months ago, and it's one of the first things I said there as well. So, it's it's not that I have anything against it, and as you said, the, you, especially with um, Lewis T. Duck, it's probably it's probably one of my favourite characters actually, because of the because of the way he does move and the way he's animated. But yeah, there's not a great deal else going for any of these characters. Nothing whatsoever. They are entirely generic, very bland. Nobody, as far as I can tell, has any real motivation to do anything. Uh, no. Nobody shows any kind of growth. And again, you know, I say this all the time. I, I really need to stop apologizing for this. But I know we're looking at children's shows. But mm. that isn't an excuse because there are shows and shows pitched at young children like this that do yeah. have characters that can exhibit strong character traits and do have emotions and do have narrative arcs. You know, so so there's no excuse here. Um, yeah. But, you know, like you, you take the pilot episode, for instance, Charlie shows up on that island, doesn't give a fuck about going home, just immediately goes, no. oh, here I am now then, I guess Might I'll well stay build here. a fucking house. Like, what? Like, yeah. uh-huh, what? <laughs> now, the best part of this, I was, I was saying to Tori before we started, that I just, I, I watched probably the first three, when we did it last time, I think I watched the first half of the first episode and knocked it off. I think I got through three. I got through um, the pilot, I got through um, Coconut Harvest, um, where Trader Joe makes a wish, and I got through the sneezes. So, um, so I got through a couple of the, one on some of the early episodes, and the biggest thing I had with this, um, and it 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 didn't spoil it for me, but it made me view it very differently, is that a lot of the things, a lot of the phrases he uses, and a lot of the intonation he uses, is exactly the same as my father-in-law. Right. And so, and so, about five minutes into that first episode, I could not listen to Charlie talking without seeing my father-in-law. <laughs> And that obviously you you know my father in law, so that's yes. kinda of difficult to then follow through. Yeah, I, I guess it is. Um incidentally your father in law, not a clown. Um no. but then that's part of the problem, isn't it? Because neither is Charlie Chalk. Like he's a yeah. clown to look at. Yes. And that's he doesn't about, act like a clown. That's it. He doesn't act like a clown other than doing the odd cartwheel. And he certainly doesn't sound like a clown. He sounds nothing like a clown. No, he's he's far too posh. Far too like he should have a zany, wacky voice. You know, yeah. he should sound like a children's TV presenter. Yeah, and and the thing is as well, I mean, you you, you said about the way, like, they, they make a thing in the credits about the way he walks, having a funny way he walks, but actually he doesn't. He just, every now and again, he's a pratfalls and cartwheels. Yeah, and that's all but they he, mean but, by that. But even that, they say, no, you want not just the voice, but you want the zany movement. You want some very rapid hand movements. You know, I, I, I know it's it's being animated, so that's difficult, but you, you want these sporadic movement, movements for no reason. Yeah. Because that that's all part of the gimmick with the clown. It's this things that will entertain people that just don't make any sense. Yeah. So falling over for no reason, or your trousers falling down, or your nose honking, or whatever. Anything like this, which is just out of the ordinary. But to have a bloke dressed as a clown who just every now and again sort of zigzags around things or does a cartwheel, that's not a crazy way of walking. No, it's not. And it, and if you want to pick holes in, in that theme song, nor does he have... And in fact, the character as well. Not only does he not have a, a funny way of walking, he doesn't have a wacky way of chalking either. In no. fact, I don't think I ever see him do anything with chalk. So why no. the fuck is he called Charlie fucking Chalk? Well, he, I don't know. It could be anything. Why is he not, like, I don't know, red-nosed dickhead? He could be anything you want. <laughs> that he probably wouldn't have got past standards and practices. Well, probably not. But you, you take my point. He could be. Yes. And, and that is the problem with all of these characters. They could be anyone in any show. None yes. of them seem to have any reason for being on this island. None of them seem to have any interpersonal relationships with each other of, of any real meaning. Um, and, and so... It, and this is another reason why I want Postman pa want to watch Postman Pat, right? Because 
I remember like the residents of, of Greendale being a little community and knowing each mm. other and, have, and bouncing off each other. And yeah, you don't get that feeling here with it. These just seem like a random bunch of knobheads on an island. Well, well, this is it. And I mean, this is my original, this is my problem when, when we watched it last time and we talked about it is that he's marooned on a desert island with a, where everybody he ever needs to meet is already there. It's not yes. a fucking desert island, is it? It's no. a little fucking community. It might as well be the fucking Orkneys or something. Yes. I, and, and also, if it's a desert island, why is there a gigantic fucking jungle? Why are there elephants? Why are they... Like, again, this is a children's show, right? So you can do all this stuff. You can absolutely have a community of anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. Totally fine. This is a kid's show. I'll 100% go with that. But you need to kind of at least explain that. Like, why are, yeah. why are all these animals there? And it's because it's not all animals either, because Trader Jones is a human, and yeah. the captain's a human. Yeah. So where do the animals come from? And if they're on a desert island, why is there a duck? And why yeah. is there an elephant? Like a monkey, I, I could probably give you. Yeah, especially if you, if you have a jungle there. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, but elephants and ducks? No. Like, what? why? It doesn't make any sense. It could These animals could be anything, couldn't they? They don't have to yeah. be elephants and ducks. We could have a fucking dolphin and a crab. You could have a, you could have a heffalump. You could, you could make any fucking thing. Well, there is, be, there is some sort of made-up fucking giant thing, isn't there, in one yeah, of the Yeah, it's an ogre, isn't it? Is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah, it's supposed to be a friendly ogre. Um, I've worked out why I've I've worked out one of the reasons they've called him Charlie as well because in Shoe People there was a clown called Charlie. Right. Okay. Fine. So and that that came out the year before, so they just ripped that. Basically, there's there's, sim- there's some similarities with the coloring and stuff as well. I vaguely remember. So so is so, this set in like an alternate Shoe People universe? I don't know. I I I just I just looked at it and went yeah I, I vaguely remember there there being a clown in Shoe People and that coming first and it was it was the year before and the clown was also called Charlie. I'm thinking. Have they just ripped that off because they couldn't think of anything else? And then you know, we need to make him different. We'll call him Charlie, 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 Charlie Chalk. Yeah, that'll do. Wow, because weird, isn't it? Because I'll tell you for nothing. Like shoe people is a hundred percent better than this. So Fucking infinitely better than this shit. Yeah. So, so we like, gotta be careful because we'll probably offend somebody. Now. Oh, we're, like, we're, we're long past this. You you again. know there are Charlie Chalk super fans out there, and like, look, if this really? show if this show means something to you, then you do you. I'm happy for you, okay. But I yeah. am gonna to take... be fair. If, if if Charlie Chalk means something to you, we probably lost you about ten minutes ago. Yeah, look, I'm gonna take continue to take a massive, great big dump in his clown shoes. So you know, brace yourselves because I I don't have to, I've pretty much said all the good things I've got to say, which is I really like the animation, and I do really like the animation. You know, I'm not just paying lip service to that. I think it's stunning. I really like stop motion and I think this is done really well. And like I say, I do think we get character out out of uh, these characters in the animation. You know, they do convey it, especially as you say, Lewis has a very particular way of moving. So does Charlie. Um, and the other thing I really like, and I don't know that we've ever commented this on any of the other shows before, but maybe okay. it was because I was so fucking bored with this that I noticed maybe. other things. But the Foley work is really fucking excellent in this. Yeah. Really, really good. Like, the soundscapes are so dense and vivid. Like, obviously, you've got the jungle sounds and stuff anyway. But, I mean, they've put a sound behind everything, and it sounds really good. Hmm. And that's the sort of thing, you know... The, those are the sort of corners that we traditionally see cut in this kind of thing. If you want to save a few, Bob, you're like, oh, it doesn't have to yeah. make a sound when he puts the coconut down or it doesn't yeah. have to make a sound every time his foot hits the sand. Fucking does here. Like the Foley work is really impressive in this. So a lot of the technical aspects are good. Yeah. The problem is the concept and the stories especially are god awful. I think the problem is, and you touched upon it already, is that 
Okay, having setting a show where somebody falls asleep on a fishing boat, washes up on a desert island, not that deserted, fine. I can get on board with that. But to make him a clown, you need a reason for him to be a clown, or him being a clown needs to be needs to have a purpose. Yes. Whereas it's just like they've gone, oh, we've got this fucking clown model that somebody made that we think's a bit cool. Can we use it for anything? This is the thing, in it? I feel like the characters were, were drawn first or designed first, and then they went, what do we do with these? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Throw them together on a fucking desert island. See what see what adventures they have. You know, like yeah. why are they on a desert island? They could just as easily be in the circus. Yeah, that would have probably been more expensive. So that's the thing. There's no there's no real core concept here, is there? There is this no. clown model and these animals, and there is yeah. no reason for them to know each other. No reason for them to exist. Like if your story's going to be about a clown washing up on a desert island, then make that your story. He's a fish out of water. He doesn't belong yeah. on this island. He needs to get home. And you, you can still make friends with all these people. And every episode, he can come up with some fucking harebrained idea to try and get to home. get home. It can go wrong, whatever yeah. way. And he can learn off the islanders, and they can learn off him, and he can find his place on the islanders, an entertainer or whatever. Like that's yeah, that's a show. It's baked into this concept if that's what you want. But but yeah. they never reach for it. It's just, this show is literally, it's a bunch of pratfalls and slapstick comedy. That's all yeah. it is. That Like, I, I say stories, like, that's a very loose fucking term for what this is. Uh, you mentioned The Sneezes earlier. I watched The Sneezes. Hmm. Of all the ones I watched, I think that is the only one I can honestly say I came close to enjoying. That felt yeah. like it had a plot and a structure. Yeah. And there was payoff to it. Um, because they were they were looking for this fucking bird, the, the whatever monster it was, the forget yes, the fucking the name. Bye bye beast. The bye bye beast. That's it. And it turns out he's attracted to the to the cold cure. So yeah. that worked. That had a storyline yeah. that worked. None of the other fuckers I, I did had any no. like we, we've already talked about the pilot makes no sense he just shows up there and just goes well i guess i'll live here now then or you've got to build a house charlie well i guess i'll fucking build a house then and i then can't build it here who want to build it there yeah and then there's all of this arguing between where he's going to build his house so he builds it on wheels and then the episode fucking ends yeah and i'm like well what eh? although I, I i did there was one line that made me smile in that episode where um where he's, he's building the house in the first place and so you don't want to build your house here it'll be in the sun all day yeah i like the sun but you know how hot it gets in the sun? No. Very hot. That's how hot it gets. It's so fucking stupid. I mean, it's, that's, it's in, yeah. it, that's kind of the level of joke you get. But that was the closest I came to going, oh, okay, that's a gag. And I almost laughed. I thought, Hang on, that doesn't make it. No, it's the sun. Of course, it's fucking hot. But then from there, you didn't even get that level of humor after that. And that's the other problem, isn't it? Like, it feels like it's reaching for gags and they're just not funny. They really yeah. are not funny. Nor are the platforms. You know, yeah. none of it is funny. Um, one of the episodes I watched earlier on today is a prime example of, of this story structure that we're talking about. Obviously, we've gone over the pilot already, but um, I, I forget which one it was called. Um, but anyway, the captain was going on an inspection of the island. Right. right. This is how it starts. She's having tea with Mary the fairy, um, who, for some random reason, despite being stuck on a desert island with all of these people and being a fairy, for some reason is from the Swansea Valleys. I don't know why that is. Like... <laughs> again why, why does that voice go with that character that just... well this is the thing it doesn't and none of, i don't think any of the voices um kind of match no 
Really? Um, I think no. Look, Lewis D. Duck isn't bad. Lewis D. Duck isn't bad, and I think the captain's not too bad. Yeah, I would um, agree. But, yeah, the, the rest of the voices don't really fit. No, they, they absolutely don't. Um, so she's having tea with fucking Mary the Fairy, uh, and Mary the Fairy decides she's going to wash up by waving a magic wand because the captain has to go on her inspection of the island, which she likes to do, incidentally, just to be a fucking Tory. She's going on an inspection of the island just to tell people what they're doing wrong and how they should live their lives. So she goes to see Charlie, tells him his house is in the wrong place, makes him move it, and then she's happy. Goes to see Trader Jones, tells him his sign's looking a bit shoddy, and then she's happy. Then she finds, what's the fucking monkey's name? He's Edward, isn't he? Is he Edward? Edward yeah. yeah. She finds yeah. Edward asleep. So she's not very fucking happy because he's a lazy fat slob. And like, I don't know, fucking Jamie Oliver will catch her or something if she doesn't get him into shape, right? So she gets him up and gets him doing some exercise. So as much as she's being a Tory bitch, like there is some sort of structure to this, right? I'm thinking, okay, mm. this episode's going all right. Potential. Like, yeah, she's going around, she's doing these inspections. But then the episode changes course completely because she had, she does a little song about exercise, which is dreadful. All the songs are fucking dreadful, apart from the theme song, by the way. At least all mm. the ones I heard. She does if these fucking exercises and Edward's arms get stuck in the air, as they do when you're exercising. I've, I've often been lifting weights and thought, God damn, my arms are stuck in the air again. Fucking shoulders again. God to be fair, my, sho- my shoulder is fucked, so that probably would happen to me. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, it would lead to you, you know, losing weight because you're not going to be able to eat because your arms are stuck in the fucking air, right? Well, I guess you could shove your face in a yeah, just pie or something, it. but yeah, you could drop it. But anyway, so he's got his arms stuck in the air. So then the rest of the episode completely pivots about how they're going to get his arms out of the air. And all of this eventually just gets resolved because they decide he needs to go to sleep because then he'll relax and his arms will drop. Science, kids. Yeah. So they try. So then it pivots again, and they try all of these fucking ways to get him to go to sleep, and nothing's working until eventually Mary the fucking Neath Fairy shows up and casts a fucking spell, <laughs> which puts him to sleep, and then the episode ends. But why did she cast a spell to make his arms come back down? Right. Exactly. Or conjure a feather and tickle the cunt. Exactly. <laughs> But that's the end. Nothing's been resolved because nothing's fucking happened. The captain hasn't even finished their fucking rounds. <laughs> There's no point to it. What It just pivots so many times because they want to move from one gag to the other to the other. None of mm. them are funny. Yeah. It, it almost feels like, you know, like there was a lot of things of this era as well where animation would be shipped out, right? It would be sent to Japan. It would be sent to France. It would always be sent overseas. And we'd also have a lot of foreign dubs. And we've yeah. talked about quite a few of them, you know, things like uh, Daltanian and stuff like that. So we yeah. get dubs. And sometimes they're just a bit off. Like, like yeah. sometimes you can tell something's off. Like the story doesn't quite match with what's going on, but you yeah, can kind of follow. close enough. And this just feels like that. It's like somebody did all the animation first, then went, there you go, sort that out. <laughs> Make a story out of that. Go on, I yeah. fucking dare you. And it's almost like the animators are challenging the writers and the performers to go, there you go, I fucking dare you. Go on. Yeah, I, ma- I made something, now go and fucking finish. Now go, you, you go and see what you can do with it. Yeah, go on. He's got his arms stuck in the air for the whole episode. What are you going to do yeah. with that? Go on, have at it. <laughs> See now, as a production concept, that seems like fun. Yeah, it's frustrating it as hell, but it, as, as, a, as a writer that, and a performer, that would give you a challenge. Well, here's the thing, isn't it? I think with the right team, you could end up with a very good product out of that. Yeah. With the wrong team, you get this. Charlie Chalk. Yeah. 
you know, and when I say the right team, that's not to be derogatory to anybody involved. It just feels like nobody really gives a shit. It doesn't feel like it's particularly full of energy. It doesn't feel like no. there's a lot of creative juices going. No, it, it it feels like this is a paycheck for somebody. It's no, there's there's no passion behind it. It doesn't seem like there's any passion behind it. So I've got to be careful because we run the risk of doing another fucking uh, raggy dolls otherwise. Fuck it, no. Like like speak your truth. If people don't like it, they can write in and complain. It's fine. I've already yeah, warned you all. But. Yeah. But yeah, it, it feels like there's no um, there's no desire to do anything. Nobody's gone. Nobody's running with this and going. You know what? You know what would be really good is if we had if we we had we've got this concept. We've got these characters on the island, and actually it would be really funny if we could do X, Y, and Z. Mm. It's just a, right. Okay. Well, what are we gonna do this week? Fucking news is on in ten minutes. Can we guess, can we knock something out before then? Yeah, and and the mad thing about that though is when you're doing stop motion animation, it's painstakingly oh, detailed. Christ, it's, it's so laborious, and you think, well, actually. If you put in that much effort into producing it, mm. really you want to believe in your product. It's almost like nobody has any faith in the product anyway because they're not putting the effort into it. And even the performances, like no, Michael Williams is a, no, is a very good performer, and even he can't rescue this because, uh, well, because he doesn't he, belong, he, he does he? Yeah, he ha- but yeah, he, he hasn't got the character. No, like, like he, he's not the right voice for the character, and he he doesn't do anything with the character other than his usual voice. Look, straight away here, right, and I and I don't want to be dismissive of Michael Williams. As you say, he's he's a very talented performer, very talented indeed, but he's not right for this voice, right? Straight away, you could improve this product by one million percent just by hiring David Jason. I knew you were going to say <laughs> But it's true, isn't it? Yeah, and it, and it, you know, it doesn't have it to be him, that... but just imagine that voice coming out yeah. of that character. Yeah, and it gives that it gives a lot more energy to the character. Yes. Which is what the, which is what what as a stranded clown, that's what you need. Yes. You need that sort of madcap energy, at least in the first couple of episodes, until he starts to assimilate and starts to sort of realize that actually that may not be the right way to endear himself to the island. That might might not help him win any friends or you no know, settle down or settle down. And then he start no he starts to he starts to adapt. But have, yeah, certainly having that first couple of episodes where you do have somebody going, eh, eh, and making, you know, making lots of noises and waving their arms and you know, all this sort of stuff, it just kind of it's missing. Yeah, it, it that's exactly what it's missing. And you know, you imagine the the energy that that David Jason brings to his Mister Toe, you know, <laughs> yes. in stop motion, and you see you see that coming out of Charlie. Sugar. Look, I, I don't want to be that guy that goes, it has to be David Jason. It's just no, that's, no, no, no. That's that, that's that's the that's level of energy that this character needs, and that's yeah. what's missing. You know, because he's our lead. Yeah. So if I don't give a shit about Charlie Chalk, why do I give a shit about any of the other? The only one I genuinely, I've got a soft spot for Lewis T. Duck because he's just a grumpy old bastard. And that's how all ducks should be, right? Yeah. That's like, absolutely. Children's children's television has taught us that, if nothing else. Yeah. All ducks that, are yeah, grumpy, crotchety arseholes, right? <laughs> and they've nailed that. They've absolutely yeah. nailed that. Yeah. I also, my, my favorite part about Lewis T. Duck is that the T stands for the... <laughs> I mean that that is Lewis funny. the Duck. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that is funny. That's the funniest thing about yeah. the show. <laughs> that is fucking funny. <laughs> but um yeah, but I mean, yes, you you're right, and I think that the, the characterization is wrong. I think Edward is quite good because he's a lazy bastard who sleeps a lot. There's not I really think, a lot you can do wrong with that. I think, I think Edward's very good, but he what can you do, do with him? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't add anything. And so I think that that's a problem. I think the I think the performance is fine, but the character isn't there because the character just sleeps. So the character doesn't bring anything to the show. It doesn't it doesn't enrich uh, Charlie's experience or anything else. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, there um, isn't. And and it's the same with most of the characters. To be honest, nobody really has any effect on anything. 
No, well, I mean, Arnold's just your, your butt of every joke, isn't he? But again, mm. Arnold is a character, you know, pink elephant. Yeah. His, his voice is quite good as well. His voice suits the character. You know, he's, he's kind yeah. of got that kind of slow drawl because he's an elephant. Um, yeah. Apart from Charlie, he was the main thing I remembered. First of all, I could remember that design. Yeah. Um, so he's got something going for him. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, Trader Jones is, is pointless. Trader Jones really pisses me off because he's a, he's a walking any, plot device. Yeah, it, yeah. But anything you want, he can get. Get me a fucking speedboat. Well, this, this is the thing. He is. He <laughs> is. Get your, me out of here. He's your yeah. He is your Deus Ex Machina, and he? he's like every yeah. like the sneezes. Where do you go for a cure, Trader Jones? When Charlie's yeah. building a house. Where does he go for wood, Trader Jones? Anything you want, go and see Trader Jones. Now here's another baked in plot point, right? If you're gonna do that with with Trader Jones, fine, okay. This week, Charlie needs a cure for a cold. Go and see Trader Jones. How do you pay Trader Jones, Mark? Some sort of trade. You pay him in barter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He trades. that, And he and he makes that very clear in the first episode. If you yeah. want something, you have to go and clean the beach. You have to go and yeah, there's, there's, build there's a house. There's a cost that isn't money. Yeah, there's a cost that isn't money. There's a community service cost, essentially, yeah. right? So every week, Charlie needs something. He's working towards building a boat to escape right he needs this week he needs a sail next yeah. week he needs wood this week you know we're moves. having a diversion so he's got a cold and he needs a cold cure fine but before he can get that here's a fucking fetch quest off you go charlie chalk yeah go when he goes for me when he goes on his fetch quest that's when he runs into the ogre that's when he comes across lewis t duck who also needs something that's when arnold is stuck up a tree whatever it is but he yeah. has to sort all of this out and you've got a natural baked in resolution because at the end of the day, he goes back to Trader Jones and Trader Jones goes, well done, Charlie. Here's your wood. Yeah. Episode done. Credits. That's not hard. No. That's really not hard. And you can still have all of the gags you've got and you'll fill 15 minutes a lot better because that's the bit that really annoys me, I think. That's, that's what was really starting to piss me off was these are 15 minutes long. There is yeah. so much fat in these there is so much yeah. padding like the stories they're telling if you can use that term they could tell in five minutes oh easily easily with right? change and actually if they did tell them in five minutes i think i'd probably be looking on this a lot more leniently yeah you know but they're yeah. not they're 15 minutes and they feel padded out so it yeah. has time to annoy the piss out of you yeah and i think you, you touched on something there as well but so the the, the format of it if you were to, you know to have you sort of your quest um sort of style to it a lot of the a lot of the computer games around that were popular at the time were that type of game. Like, no, um, we had like fucking BBC computers in school, um, and we had the Wizard of Oz game, and there was like a three there was um, a three little pigs game where you had to go and, um, collect the material, you had to go and find the material to build your house and all that sort of shit. And then, so you tell a story that way. So you had you know, what would now be your side quests, effectively. Yeah. But you had you know you you had all of that. Um, like I remember on the on the spectrum we had um there was a version of Never Ending Story um film there's a game version of that and that was the same you had to go find this and you had to go back to this place and do that to then go on to the next bit to move on and this this was something that was in the zeitgeist at the time so why they didn't see fit to use that i don't know i mean fetch quests still are you know they're still really popular in video games they're never fun right they, mm. they're never fun nobody likes a fetch quest yeah. but they're an established but, narrative tool you're exactly right you know it, it's it's cause and effect if you want this thing you have to do that thing and then yeah this is going to be in the way so you have to overcome that obstacle but you will eventually your actions will lead to you coming back here and i will give you this thing yeah it's a basic built-in narrative structure yeah. and over and the I... course of your 15 minutes you can get your three acts in there quite easily as well 
Charlie needs this. Charlie has to do that. Charlie yeah. gets. The and thing. I, th- I think that lends itself as well to to a series arc where you say, right, okay, I, well, well, yeah, I'm trying to build a boat. I want to get home, or mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, or something's happening to the island and we need to move everybody so we're actually trying to build a new community or something any bloody thing just work towards something and then those stories of the week they're all part of a, of a bigger whole as well yes. where you've got you know you're actually working towards something and by the time you get to the end of i mean it had i think it was 10 episodes on um, children's bbc uh children's bbc and then the, the other three went to a lunchtime slot so they didn't even finish their their run in the in um cbbc but you said, right, okay, well, by end of episode 13, we no, this is what we want to achieve. But it's just a series of one and done. And I think that it's that is probably the laziest part of the whole thing, is that actually they've not even gone, right, this is... No, we have a concept, which is a guy shipwrecked on an island, fine. He meets, all the, he meets all these creatures, be they human or whatever, fine. But then what? Are oh, we done now? We're just going to tell some funny stories. Yeah. And they, they don't get the funny part, right? But also the stories don't mean anything. They don't matter. Whereas if they'd said, right, okay, well, listen, let's give, you know, give him something to do. Or they're all working to do something and he needs to join in. And actually he's the missing ingredient. He's the thing they've needed to get them over the line. Just give yeah. us something. Yeah, give us something. You're right. There is nothing to hang this on. You know, now whether it's Charlie wants to go home or Charlie likes the island but misses the circus. So then you can have an episode where everybody else yeah. bands together and they build a fucking big top. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And incidentally, also, if we're talking about character designs, when he builds his house, why does he not build a fucking circus tent? No idea. Because the captain lives in a ship. Well, the Peter ship, the Jones ship lives there, in a shop, that? right? So why doesn't Charlie live in a fucking circus tent? I know that's cliched, but this is kids' TV. Like, yeah. you have to signify this stuff to them, you yeah. know? Uh, I, fuck knows where Mary the fucking hover fairy lives. Like, Glenny's I, bank, I isn't it? Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know like where she lives in terms of the island. And also, she could do magic. So why yeah. doesn't she just magic everybody off the fucking island? Yeah. Well, usually because she loses her fucking wand. She does seem to lose her wand yeah, quite she, a lot. She, li- she lives on the Buttercup. Um, as She's Mildred's first mate. Oh, she actually lives on the ship, does she? Apparently so, according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong. Oh, okay. Now, that gives a whole other layer to their relationship because they were very fucking flirty in that episode I watched um, that I was talking about <laughs> earlier where his arms got stuck. No, they yeah. really were. They, there was definitely elements there of like an old married couple. So, okay, maybe there's more going on in Charlie Chalks than I thought. Maybe you have got some progressive stuff going on there. I don't uh, think so. Who knows? Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, in, in general, this... this Everything about this show started to wind me up once I started peeling the layers back. And yeah. I've really struggled to find something. Normally, even when a show is bad, we can usually find something. We, we can usually get, get a bit of depth out of it and find yeah. something. But with this, it's shallow as a fucking paddling pool. It's only redeeming features are the technicalities. Like, it does look yeah. great. It looks really, really good. I'll give and it I think that. that. And it I sounds think that's... really good. Yeah, but I think that's worrying when that's those are the positives we pull out. Is you know the performances aren't there, the content isn't there, the concept isn't there, and the only good thing we say about it, well, it looks good, it sounds good. It's it's yeah. like that bit in Friends where they you know where they uh, where they're all trying to butt the Joey up and it's like, oh, the sound was really good and the lighting's really good. And you were there and here at the same time. It's like, yeah, that, that's nothing. There's nothing yeah. redeeming about it. No. There's nothing going on underneath the surface here. And I think actually it's quite telling that I think lots of us, especially our generation, lots of us remember Charlie Chalk. Hmm. But I don't feel like there's any hunger for this. Do you know what I mean? I I don't feel like anybody's got that nostalgic hit for Charlie Chalk. There probably is, and they're probably listening right now, and I'm very sorry. Okay, (laughs) But... You know, it, it's not like, you know, when you mention, say, Bagpuss, when you mention Wind in the Willows, when you mention, 
Danger Mouse when you mentioned Trapdoor. Like you can see yeah. people's eyes light up. Yeah, and when I mean, you say Charlie that... Chalk, I don't think you do. No, and I think I mean I I've had it. Where I've been talking about it this week, and whereas in my last job there were more people of our kind of um, ilk who would remember stuff and would be interested. Where I am now, I'm back in construction, and people don't give a fuck because they're not interested in TV anyway, and they tend to be you know, either either considerably younger or considerably older. Um, but whenever you know when this comes up, like even even top story is like, oh well, oh, we're doing Charlie Chalk. What's Charlie Chalk? You know, he's the clown of the shipwreck island. Oh, is that what it was called? There you go. And it, no, it's not there, and I think that. It's te- you know, what what does sort of stand out is that you look at pretty much everything we've done on this show from this period, and we're going back years now. Pretty much everything has been rebooted or remade. Yes, it has, isn't it? In and some the, way, short, and, shape, or form. Yeah, there's been something. I don't. I'm not sure about Trapdoor. I might be wrong on that one. Um, no, it's not been rebooted or remade. But I think Trapdoor. If they don't get a reboot, what you find is a lot of these shows come back around in merchandise form, right? And you start right, yeah. to see. So, like, you see lots of trapdoor T-shirts, trapdoor notebooks. Trap- there's, there's lots of trapdoor merch. Hmm. I don't think I've seen any Charlie Chalk no, merch. I've seen nothing, and I think this, that's that's what tells me there's not an appetite for it because there's there's like, even when you look at you know, some stuff, and even if nothing's been made, there's, a, there's always talk of they were going to do this or they were going to do that or there's been calls for this or fans wanted that. There's nothing here. This is literally just it ran for 13 episodes and you know, now it's dead. You know, and, and similarly, when, when you look at something like Postman Pat, which is from the same team, like, yeah. look at the hunger for that still. Yeah. That's been rebooted in CGI, you know. That, but again, yeah, that's you know, been done a couple of times because they did, they did a, a stop motion version before they did CGI as well. And the stop motion, mm-hmm. they, th- that's, that was showing on CBeebies when uh, number one was little and she used to watch it every morning and love it. And I fucking hated it because it was so shit and we'll we, when we come on to uh, when we come on to do postman pat because that's one again i very i i have very fond memories of postman pat from when me I was, too uh, when i was a four five six um whereas by the time i was 36 and watching it i wanted to pull my fucking eyes out um but for very different no, for, for because it was a different product and they were different and i had different problems with it um but this yeah th- i i can't see any way this translates because it doesn't really i don't think it's doing anything for anybody no, and it, the problem is, I think it is there. You know, as, as I've just said, I think the story is there. It's just nobody took it. And I think with a reboot, maybe you could sort of, sort a lot of these problems out. But nobody gives a shit because we've all kind of forgotten it. And like I say, even yeah. me personally, Charlie Chalked Me is the pub. It's, you know, like I remember the yeah. character. I know what he looks like. And I know what Arnold looks like because you'd see him painted on the walls of the soft play. Mm. But no, it's it's, it's, it's only the pub. Because we, it's only because we did the Who Wins episode last year that I remember what he looked like. Yeah. Oh no, I totally remembered what he looked like. I just couldn't remember much about the show. I mean, before we did Who Wins, I'd even forgotten the whole Desert Island thing. If I'm honest, I just remembered he was a clown and it was stop motion and the theme tune went Charlie Chalk, Charlie Chalk. Incidentally, have you noticed how the theme tune sounds exactly like Hanging Tough by New Kids on the Block? <laughs> No, I hadn't. I'm going to have to try and... Listen to them both side by side, right? It's Honestly, I can't start singing it without going like, I'll get as far as the second Charlie Chalk. So it kind of goes, Charlie Chalk, Charlie Chalk. And then as soon as you get into the verse, I just go, come on, everybody, if you want to take a chance. And it's exactly <laughs> the fucking same song. Yeah, I, I can hear that. Yeah, It's exactly That's, the they're same They're both going to be in my head all fucking week now, you bastard. Yep, there you go. You can have that one for free. Um, <laughs> 
I can't unhear it. It just sounds like hanging tough. And with when this came out as well, like you mentioned that they, you know, you wonder whether there was that thing with shoe people. You do wonder whether they sat down to write this song and they just heard it on the radio. Yeah. Man, oh, that's good. We can, do. Do, we can do that. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> what yes. can we do with that? Change the words. It'll be fine. Yeah, nobody will <laughs> notice. Yeah. Like, all right, the, you know, the chorus sounds different, but the verse is definitely hanged yeah, I, by yeah, New Kids on the Block. Yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, it, it definitely is. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that just popped into my head then. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I was thinking that every time I watched it. Um, I think the most fun I've had with this, actually, is that theme tune and the opening. You're right, the opening looks really good. It's mm. got a very... It's almost Dada-esque, that opening, isn't it? There's colours everywhere. It looks yeah. like a fucking ransom note when you see the letter in. Like, yeah. it's properly... It sets you up for something totally different. Yeah. Um, and it's I, actually... I think... It reminds me a lot of uh, the opening to Duckler. You know, you yes. know when you get the, the kind of cutouts and stuff. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And I, that's, that, that's what threw me the first time we, we watched it. And, I, and I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about it because it's obviously been longer than we realised, but... I came back to it again, and I was when 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 the theme kicked in, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, fine." And then as soon as it kicked in, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And not that there's anything wrong with this; it just wasn't what I wanted. No, and yeah, it's a bit strange. There's there's inconsistent fourth wall breaking as well, which really annoyed me. Like, if you're going to break the fourth wall, I'm all for that. Yeah, I, I love love a bit of fourth wall breaking. Yeah, but it's inconsistent. Like yeah, sometimes, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're not, if you're only going to do it occasionally, don't bother. Well, because if you're going to use it as a narrative device, you, you, like then there's two ways you can approach this. It's being done very well at the moment in She-Hulk. Um, Deadpool also does it very well. Yeah. And, and I don't care if you don't like She-Hulk, come and fucking fight me, okay? Um, yeah. But it's being done very well. They're using fourth wall breaking to frame their narratives there in a very good. And and yeah. if you're going to do it, that's what it needs to. That's what needs to happen, right? At key moments. When you need to transition from one part of the story to the next, your lead character needs to turn to camera and break the false wall. That's how yeah. it works. Otherwise, what this show needs to frame these stories is a fucking narrator, and it hasn't got one. Yeah. Like it's got to be one or the other. Yeah. Because that gives you a framing device. Yeah, and I mean that's that w- wasn't anywhere near uncommon at this point when this was being made either. Oh, no, it was very every common. Fu- every show everything was narrated. Narrative. Yeah, everything was narrated. That that's something we understand about children's TV, like their yeah. story. It was kind of I don't know if you still get it now because I don't watch a lot of preschool TV now, not by choice anyway, uh, not unless it's like on in the background. But certainly then, I feel like it was uh, the framing device was this is your parents reading you a story. Because yes. they can't be here because they're in work or whatever, so yeah. we'll read you this story, and it, and it's almost kind of filling that gap. That's what yeah. it always felt like. And, um, and if you look at now, like um, CBBS, they do that on a daily basis. They have their bedtime story, yes. And it, you know, the the channel is aimed at like kids up to about five or six. So you have they, it's that type of story, and you you could quite easily have somebody telling a Charlie Chalk story. They yeah. won't because they're shit. But you know, they they will come in and they'll read a book, and you know, it takes ten minutes, but. You've got them reading the story while you've got pictures from the book have been obviously being been scanned in and being played on the screen and shown on the screen and stuff, and it's it's that same principle. And they've taken that, but they've just made it better by having better content. Yeah, Charlie Chalk feels. I, I think you just set me off on a bit of a thought process then when you're saying that about um, the stories and stuff, and they could tell the Charlie Chalk story. It feels like actually what this needs to be is not its own 15-minute show. This needs to be an animated interlude in the same way that Morph was, or in the same way that in the middle of an episode of Bagpuss, you'd have, like, sometimes it would be a song, sometimes you'd have a little 
animated story segment from a storybook. Yeah. You know, Button Moon would do the same thing when they look through the telescope. Mm. Play Days would do the same thing. Oh, fuck Play Days. It feels like it needs to be like a short five-minute animated interlude that maybe, yeah. you know, once a week you'll get a Charlie Chalk story. Not every episode, because yeah. there'll be all other stories that they have as well. But once a week you have a Charlie yeah. Chalk story. And it feels like that would work rather than 15 minutes of just absolute monotonous horse shit, which yeah. is what this is. The nonsensical rubbish what this show is um, uh, to me it was just boring i've got to be it honest it really is boring because nothing happens nothing ties together and it doesn't make any sense it's worse plotting than game of thrones and that's saying something like the character development was better in game of thrones the plotting was better in game of thrones like and you know you might be listening to this if you're a first-time listener thinking why the fuck are you comparing cartoons to game of thrones but if you've listened to this network for any period of time you'll know that's our fucking low bar <laughs> so if you like you know see an entire fucking seven season podcast about it so yeah if, if you yeah. you know if you can't at least hit that level you're in trouble yeah <laughs> i think so um yeah it's i i I didn't come into it with high expectations, um, but I still found myself quite disappointed, I've got to be honest. I was very disappointed. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect possibly newest show done. I think it might be worse than Raccoon's. I, oh, God, yeah. It's I, not I, I, as I disappointing as, as Raccoon's. I think Raccoon's will always be the most disappointed I've yeah, been in a but show. But I think because we had higher, higher expectations for that, I think that's yeah. the problem with that. I don't even think this comes close to that level. I don't know. It's close, close, anywhere near that level of quality. No, and and I think actually, were we to rewatch Raccoons again now, I almost feel like we do need to rewatch again now and reevaluate it because we know what to expect. I think we just came into that with such high hopes because yeah, we remembered it the, so fondly. That's probably the first time that happened as well, wasn't it? Which it is was why it kind of sticks in. Why it sort of sticks in here as being so bad. And I think we may have been over. I think we may have built it up over time as being worse than it was possibly. Maybe and mm. and maybe listeners, we might just be revisiting something raccoons related soon. So if we do, maybe maybe we can reevaluate then. Maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's certainly. It, I mean, it's down there for different reasons, but it's down there with biker mice from Mars, raggy dolls, all the ones that are just yeah just haven't haven't landed. Not, yeah, and are not good. Like this is this isn't just disappointment because we thought it was good this is just not good it's really not yeah um interestingly i did a, a little bit of research on this because fucking hell yeah i was just it's so fucking boring right that i was i was struggling for good things to say mm. so i was like right maybe i'm missing something let's let's see how this has generally been received and in googling this and in looking on imdb which is always a source of entertainment when you want to look for people's reaction to things yeah this just leaves everyone meh like there are two very good reviews on imdb but that's it there are two reviews like that tells you everything you need to know about this show right yeah only two people in the entire internet could be bothered to say anything about it now there's four if you include us i guess um so on balance, those two people loved it. We didn't. So it ends up in the middle. Entirely neutral. Yeah. Your checks and balances, <laughs> it's a thing that exists, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, that's about the best thing we can say about it, actually, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, so there's nothing too scary in this for a Halloween episode. Just disappointing. It's like the shit sweets you get. Or it's like that really mean motherfucker that gives you raisins. That's what, what this is. 
who gives I mean, that's just a level of sadism that like who gives toothbrushes to kids on halloween that's yeah. cruel at, at, least, like, at least give dental floss you can garrote some fucker with it i mean just give nothing rather than give a toothbrush yeah just right? go out just 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 say fuck off at that point Although uh, I guess you can have like a little lightsaber fight with toothbrushes, like yeah, you know, true. if you wanted to, I guess. But yeah, like really, that's just cruel. Um, just just give pennies, do whatever you want. Just don't just, if you don't want to give sweets, just door. give pennies. Or yeah, just turn all the lights off and hide me on the sofa, like yeah, I do. I mean, I mean, you know? we we tend to go out. Obviously, we've got the kids and they want to go trick or treating. So we'll we'll take them. Like no, play the the state where we used to live. Like there there are certain houses with kids from the school, so they always do stuff. So we all we kind of go around there. I wouldn't dream of fucking knocking the door anywhere, but at the same time, we, we're not here, so nobody knocks on our door either. Or if they do, they don't get anything. Every year, I buy absolutely fucking tons of sweets for Halloween. What? Our house is decorated because I'm that person. Yeah. Does anybody ever knock our door? Do they fuck? So what happens? I eat all the sweets. I am perfectly well, that, happy with this arrangement. I see that's generally <laughs> happens in this house as well. It's just not by design. It's just because I'm a fat cunt. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm perfectly happy with this arrangement. I yeah, wouldn't allow sounds, myself sounds to eat the sweets otherwise because, yes, I would be a fat cunt as well and sit there and eat all yeah. the sweets now, and I would feel shit about it. Yeah. Now, one thing I've wondered the last couple of years, right, why are Halloween trees not a thing? They are, aren't they? I've seen Halloween yeah, trees. they are, but not no, not to the extent you have like Christmas trees. Oh, no. no. But there's no reason why you couldn't get a, you couldn't get a tree and trust it up for Halloween with Halloween decorations. I've definitely but, seen them. Yeah, I mean, they're a, thing, they're a thing over the pond for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... I do like we've we've started seeing the last couple of days that like people have started decorating their houses and putting the fucking you know, the, the the fake blood on the on the windows and sort of putting the, the do not enter you know, tape over the door and shit like that. <laughs> That's all sort of started, but no nobody in this area that I've seen has a fucking Halloween tree, and I don't know why because to me that sounds like that seems like a perfect thing. Start the trend, Mark. Be a trendsetter. No, because you... that means people have to come into my house. No, you put it in the fucking window, don't you? Bollocks! I can't close the fucking curtains. I'd keep people out. Well, you put it, put it in the out front. I don't. Well, you can put it out front again. Nicked probably sends yeah. it wood out here as well. But yeah, like we do Halloween wreaths. We've got like yeah. wreaths and stuff that we'll put up. I don't go as far as like blood on the door and shit. I always think that looks really tacky. I think the yeah. tape just looks like you know it's supposed to be fun, scary, not fucking CSI yeah, not crime scheme. Yeah, that's not what you're after. Yeah, you're after like spooky skeletons and like sheet ghosts. And yeah. That's the, the really that's kitsch what, sort of Halloween shit. Yes, that's what you're after. Not fucking yeah. murders and blood Yeah, baths. not fucking OJ lives here. No, exactly. But it is what it is. I am a fan of the projectors. Again, wouldn't buy one because it would absolutely get stolen. Oh, of course it we, would. We're way off topic now. This is the Halloween episode, but like, <laughs> we're way off topic. We're supposed to be talking about fucking Charlie Chalk. i tell you the scariest thing about Charlie Chalk, actually. There is one thing that did really freak me out. And it was the first time he took his fucking hat off. And I, I don't know. Did I see that? takes his hat off quite a lot and i don't know why i didn't remember it because he does take his hat off quite a lot but he's fucking bald that's easier 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 than making hair isn't it well yeah practically i guess it's also like you do see clowns like that with just the kind of the the bishop cut yeah but for some reasons because he's got these tufts of hair sticking out under the hat it's one of those things where you're expecting him to take that hat off and have a giant fucking afro you know like a proper clown wig yeah like a fucking ronald mcdonald effort or just something bigger right so he's bald so when he takes his hat off what he actually looks like is just a sad old drunk like he's got a pot belly he's got massive shoes he's got a red nose give me that show i'm all over that right and he's got a bald head so all he's just missing a string vest like he he really looks (laughs) like a sad old drunk and it and it flipped me out i was like what 
this seems wrong again just like everything else we've said about the character designs and that it just seems wrong he seems yeah. like a sad clown but he's not because he's quite happy on his island doing his cartwheels and going well hey and whatever he does when he does yeah. a cartwheel that doesn't sound nearly as enthusiastic as the one i just did yeah they do it like they do at least make some effort with it um yeah so it's it, just fucking weird to see him <laughs> take his hat off and see just see this bald old man weird really weird yeah it's a bit strange also how long do you have to fucking fall asleep on a fishing boat to end up on a desert island like that's days of sleeping like yeah so maybe he is a fucking alcoholic you know maybe maybe Maybe. he was maybe he was absolutely off his fucking tits on that boat inside the boat no full of empties yeah and maybe that's why he's quite happy to stay on the island nobody's fucking judging him there are they no that's true i reckon i reckon we've just uncovered the truth of charlie chalk like he's a he's a fucking serial alcoholic like he's got a real drink problem yeah, that's what he's probably that. he's fired from the circus can't afford to live anywhere so yeah. he jumps in a boat probably trying to top himself fishing bollocks was he fishing he was going to go out to sea jump in right ends up getting shit-faced falls asleep wakes up on the island finds these lovely welcoming people who instruct him how to build a house falls in line he's got everything he needs yeah he's duped them totally like they don't know about his past they don't know he's a fucking violent drunk like yeah. i don't know why i made him I, a violent drunk all of a sudden that was, that I, was let, but let's before Tra- well. trader jones can get him anything so i'm fairly sure he's got a supply of hoot somewhere probably i mean there's bound to be stuff he can drink on that island anyway and on the boat that's fair you know if it's a no she, she's a captain so it's a navy boat presumably there'd be rum on it I mean, Mary the fucking fairy can easily make him alcohol. Fuck, she's from Neath. No problem. Alcohol's fucking easy. Yeah, like, she'd probably get him a couple time, of lines. But by the time he got back to the island, he'd be gone. Yeah, she'd probably get him a couple of lines if he wants it. Like, there'd be no problem there, would there? <laughs> you know? So, what, it's, yeah, there's something up with Charlie Chalk, man. I reckon he's a fucking alcoholic. Maybe, maybe. We'll never know because no fuck is going to touch that's us for again. The, that's for the fucking reboot, that. Oh, my God, that's why he's Charlie Chalk. Ah... <laughs> That's what it is. That's his fucking street name. That's what he deals under. He's Charlie the Chalk, isn't he? Ah, yeah. That would that would do it. See, see, in in an hour, we've made this show a million times more interesting. I really want to watch the gritty, down to earth reimagining <laughs> of Charlie Chalk now. <laughs> I don't think anybody will ever make it. I might. I can't. I can't. I can't make stop motion animation for shit. You're That's right why I respect it. But I could definitely write it. Yeah, I absolutely could. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And it would be 100% better than this nonsense. Yeah, so I mean, is the maybe, funny syphilis. Maybe the whole thing is just a fucking fever dream. You know what I mean? Maybe he's, maybe he's just on a fucking come down because there are pink elephants. There is a talking monkey. You know, maybe he is just off his fucking tree. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We'll that, never know because we'll never this wasn't know. good enough to go past 13 yeah. episodes. And let's be fair, the people who made it are probably fucking dead by now. Pretty sure they are, yeah. Um, oh, I don't fine. know. Let's find out. Ivor Wood. He's still alive. No, died in 2004. Michael Williams, I know, is dead. Justin Stevenson is still active, but looks of it. Above ground. Yeah. Uh, Derek Mogford doesn't have a page, so I can't see anything about him. Uh, Ken Barry's dead. Yeah, so most of the people behind us are dead. Most of them are dead. Incidentally, you know, don't really want to poke fun at the dead, but we can't leave Ivor Wood there, can we? We can't, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean that's yeah, a Bart that's Simpson a... name right there, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's how that's much did his parents hate him? Seriously, I mean, poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. Um, poor bastard. Yeah, that, that that's more entertaining than the show. <laughs> yeah. His name. Uh, yeah, a lot more mileage in it. Yes, we're puerile. Yes, we're immature. I don't care. <laughs> we, we've been doing this for long enough. People should know by now. 
you really should um yeah in summation for me don't bother I'm sorry, but yeah, Charlie Chuck is just a fucking mess. It's a mess. That's the problem. It's a mess. I don't know what it is. It's boring. To me, it's to me, it's a waste of time because nothing happens. You get nothing out of watching it. There's, it doesn't elicit any joy. It doesn't elicit any nostalgia. It's not funny. The stories aren't interesting. And yeah, to me, it was. It's one of those where I don't say like it's a waste of time because I waste a fuck ton of time on my phone and fucking about on the internet. And I waste a lot of time generally anyway. This actually felt like I was sat down, I say three episodes is 45 minutes, and I wasted an hour. Yeah. And that's yeah, how I, I feel s- about the show. Yeah, I struggled to watch this, which I haven't done with most of our recent shows. I've really enjoyed most of the shows we've done of late. Like, I've looked forward to watching them. I found time to watch them. Hmm. This felt like a chore. Yeah. It really felt like, like, I watched one at lunchtime today, and I was just like, I really don't want to do this, but kind of have to and it yeah. was a chore i yeah. forced myself to do it yeah um, absolutely um and th- that's kind of how i felt as well that's why i only got through three i was like you know what that's enough yeah and, and it's, it's, a, it's a quarter of the run which i yeah, feel is, it is. Um, it's, i feel that's enough to get a feel for it it wasn't going anywhere else it wasn't picking up it's not as if oh by the time you get to episode six it really takes off because they're episodic they're not serial anyway so you, you know, yeah. you're not going to get that out of it anyway it's not as if saying, oh well this is where the story kicks in this is where actually we find his long lost sister the heroine addict you know it's just, it's, it, there's nothing there. Episode seven, there's a ten-year time jump, and there's an all-out turf war on the island. <laughs> as long as there's no fucking smoke monster on the island. Oh god, yeah, no, no polar I, bears. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get any more than three quarters of the way through the first season of Lost, so a lot of that is still lost on me. No pun intended. Yeah, that's um, all from season one. Even that is probably the superior show set on an island, I would say, and I yeah. couldn't make it through the first season. And so. neither am a castaway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah neither am i no there's no wilson in either of these so instant markdown absolutely um yeah i don't really think there's much left to say about this i think it's just there isn't there's nothing like i said it's it's shallow as a fucking paddling pool there's no redeeming features here there's nothing culturally relevant that we can pull out of this other than i spent quite a few happy evenings playing in charlie chalk's fun factory which was the precursor to the so fucking wrong. soft play craze that would then come a generation later, which is just an excuse for parents to get together and drink overpriced coffee. Um, but That's not true. It's a case of ch- you can chuck the kids in a ball pit and leave them there for half an hour and not feel guilty because there's other kids drowning in there as well. But that's what you could do in Charlie Chalk's Fun Factory, except there you could also drink beer. So why would you not go there instead uh, there of... Are, there are lots of pubs of soft plays in them. Are there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 that's what I mean. But this was kind of the first Just, yeah, one. Yeah, started, yeah. Because like before this, pubs were... like If they had play areas, they were beer gardens. Like you had yeah. climbing frames and stuff outside. Yeah. And they were great fun too. But you were kind of fucked if it was raining. Yeah. You could only go there in the summer when you had the light evenings and stuff. Yeah. Whereas with Charlie Chalk's Fun Factory, it was indoors. So you could go there all year round... Get absolutely shit-faced and yeah just leave the kids kicking the shit out of each other in the ball pits i'm saying this like i was the parent i wasn't i was the kid getting <laughs> the, the shit, shit kicked out of him in the ball pit <laughs> my parents could get shit-faced so yeah that's that's what it is to me that's what it will forever be to me yeah. the cultural relevance of this is he had a pretty lucrative sponsorship deal with a family chain restaurant and that's about all Charlie Chalk's ever going to be in the future for me, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly won't be revisiting the show. We've now done it twice in the space of two years, and that's that's my lot. I'm I have no interest in going back to. There's there's nothing what there's nothing in this where I'm going. Oh yeah, I want to come back and look at that. I think there could be this or there could be that. Or I'll, I'll I'll show it to the kids to see what they think. I'm not going to fucking bother because it's so fucking dull. It, it is really dull, tedious, and is. So, no going through. 
I said the fact that I watched 45 minutes to, uh, this week and that's a quarter of the run and I was thinking fuck me nothing happened in 25% of your show so mm. I can guarantee the other 75% will be exactly the same there's no point to it it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't lead to anything and you just think you know what fuck it I don't care agreed <laughs> agreed um Again, sorry if you're the Charlie Chalk super fan out there, but oh, the Brits, yeah, absolutely. Our, if if, if you are, I mean, if if you are, by all means, let us know why. But because I, 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 again, I, I, we say this every week or every other week when we do the show. But I'm generally interested in what and why people think what they think. I mean, we obviously we talk about what you know what we think and the reasons for that at length, um, probably to a point of tedium, um, but. No, that's that's why we do the show. So if anybody has different opinions, then obviously we'd love to hear those because there might be something we missed or seeing something from a different perspective is always going to be useful. So by all means, if if you are uh, a fan of the show, if you, you know, if if Charlie Chalk is one of the things that you remember fondly and you don't, and you want to go into, it, by all means, let us know why because I'd I'd really love to know what what reasons they are. Um, as always, you can get us on Twitter at SMPDPod. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can get our previous episodes and other shows as well. Uh, on Facebook and YouTube with the Double Done Podcast Network. Wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe, leave a message, we back to you as best we can. Until next time. See you later. Charlie Chuck, Charlie Chuck, Charlie Chuck, Charlie Chuck.